everybody, and welcome to the Patty G Show. I'm your host, Patty G, here with Brittany Rose and Abby Lee from 100.7 The Tiger and Off the Record. We're going to talk about radio, we're going to talk about music, some sports, maybe Oprah and the Royal Family, (laughs) Friends, The Office, you name it. We're going to touch on it all. And New Girl. Yes, New Girl. And Frozen Friday. And, yeah. There's a lot to cover (laughs) within this episode, to say the least. So, without further ado, we're going to welcome them. But right before we let you know about our sponsors of the show, Alvarez Construction and Triton Stone. Stick around. We're going to give a little bit more information about them in the end. But without further ado, welcome Abby and welcome Brittany. Yay! Thanks for having us. I've been looking forward to this forever since you (laughs) told us about it. Since January? Yeah, Yeah. I think so. It's been a while now. Yeah. Good. I'm, I'm glad you're looking forward to it. I know I sent you the prep sheet and Brittany, we just didn't send a prep sheet. Brittany, so. we're both off book, <sighs> yeah. so you just wing it. Look, story right. of my life, winging it, my <laughs> eyeliner, my life, the Patty G show, whatever. That's it. <laughs> winging this. it all across the board. So for those that may not be aware or are aware, who are y'all? Who is huh. Abby Lee? Ooh. Loaded question. Are we? So... Brittany and I do a show together on 100.7 The Tiger. It's called Off the Record. It's from 3 to 7 every weekday. It's unique because it's an all-female show. Mm-hmm. and Except for Fridays. Right. Yeah, we bring on Patty G. Because you come in on Fridays. And um, I don't know, country music and radio in itself is a very male-dominated field. So very thankful for Guarantee Media for putting us together and kind of believing in us a little bit to, I guess, take on this female, like, girl power role in the afternoons. And that's prime time, by the way, from 3 to 7. Yeah. Prime time. So, drive time. Drive that's time. That's when people are getting off work and they're driving home, so. Yeah. That so, makes it <laughs> They're listening to us. So scary. Yeah. I mean, like, we do our thing and it's fun and we're friends, so yeah. it works. So. That's what. Yeah. That's Before it's, it's, we started, we kind of got some advice from different people, like, oh, what's the best way to make this work? And they're like, well, you have to be friends outside the business. And we're like, well, that's easy. Like, we, we did that already. So. Yeah. Y'all came into it being friends. Exactly. Exactly. That makes sense. So, so yeah. yeah. I mean. It's so, but like, what's, what's y'all's, what's y'all's background? How do we get to guarantee? Oh, you want to start? Oh, yeah. Lord. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I actually started uh, while I was kind of in high school in Alabama and I did an internship and I liked it so much. I kept interning and then I was offered a job in radio traffic, which is like the behind the scenes of actual radio. They do the commercials, the shows, they place everything. And they kind of came to me one day randomly and they're like, hey, Brittany, you're country. You love country. <laughs> And I was like, I do. And so they're like, would you like to try out being on the radio? And I was like, are y'all sure? And uh, they're like, yeah. So I tried it out and I liked it. And then they went go grab Abby Lee and put us together. (laughs) So you were on doing your own show or was it kind of the same time that it occurred? So when I started, when they came to me and asked me to try it out I was yeah I did it myself but I did it in the mornings and I did it on the weekends and stuff so it wasn't a drive time like a big deal like it is now um I was just trying to get my feet wet with it I was always behind the scenes and then they kind of threw me in to the wolves and here I am still hanging with the wolves I guess (laughs) running with the pack exactly (laughs) so what was your your journey to radio so I um I went to UL Lafayette 
And I started out as an education major and it was horrible. I hated it. I was like, my mom's a teacher. I guess I could do this. Yeah. Bad and, idea. Yeah. Just terrible. You have to deal with kids and then parents on top of that. It was not, no, I could not do it. Um, and then, um, so after my freshman year at UL, I told my dad I wanted to switch my major because I hated being an education major, whatever. And he was like, okay, what do you want to switch it to. And I said, broadcast journalism. I want to work in radio. And he was like, Oh dear God, like my daughter's <laughs> never going to make it and never going to like make money and stuff. Oh, yeah. So, um, I switched my major and fell in love with it. I had to take an audio production class, like my second junior year of college. Yeah. And, um, had to intern at a radio station Cumulus Lafayette. They offered me a part-time job because they really liked me at the country station over there. When you interned though, like were you on air still or what were you doing as an intern? Just kind of like job shadowed a little bit. And I guess they liked my attitude because I told them I really wanted to do this. Like I switched to broadcast journalism because I wanted to be I like your attitude. (laughs) Exactly. Because I wanted to be in radio. So they offered me a part-time job. I was the traffic girl. Like I helped out with that. And then I helped out with the program director and like helped with music and stuff. Then, um, then I started on air a little bit part-time. Then I stepped into the afternoon drive role my last semester in college. Then they hired me full-time, was full-time at Cumulus Lafayette for five months. And then I got a call from Brian King, who was the program director at the time at Tiger. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Hey, I really like you. Will you come work for me? And I... I'm going to say this. I've n- I had never heard of, of that conversation before. <laughs> I was like, "Are you?" No big deal. Like, we just we, she works for the, the radio station. She never heard of now, prior to the I phone call. I was very now, yeah. green okay. to radio, okay. especially down here because I right. didn't grow up in South Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Is this guy like yanking my chain?" Right. So I went. Is this and a did, real radio station? Right. I went and did a bunch of research on the station and stuff, and then came in for an interview. I met Gordy and Flynn and TJ and yeah. everybody, and they hired me. So now I'm here <laughs> and they hired me to do middays and then they put us together which i think was kind of the goal all along Absolutely. when they brought me on so mm-hmm. yeah it totally worked out <laughs> that's awesome so y'all both kind of started elsewhere mm-hmm. in radio but then made your way kind of to the baton rouge yeah. guarantee team and yeah. i never actually like when i went to college i didn't major in journalism broadcast journalism communications none of that like you made her in finance <laughs> she was an accountant. She was an accountant. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just—I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was just a business major. Like I was like general, whatever. It's like, basically the same yeah. thing, right? It, that's what I'm thinking. Look, my thing is, if you love country and you know country, why did I have to major in it? Like, I'm doing okay right now. Look, right? yeah, right? I, she, <laughs> like, yeah, you are. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. Duh. So. So you didn't have the, uh, I guess, the technical no. background that what you had. Now, no. when, at ULL, did you feel like what they gave you was kind of like adequate to go and sit behind a board? No. Or was it like we got a, a, a little a little tease of what radio is like? We got a taste. Um, in that audio production class, they showed us Adobe Audition, mm-hmm. which is the um, audio software that we use today at Guarantee. Yeah. And um, I learned... Other than that, I learned everything I needed to learn at 
Cumulus Lafayette. You kind of have to get thrown into it. To yeah, learn and it. all UL kind of did was open doors for me, which was totally great. You know, I'm glad that I went down that path, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like all college kind of does is just line things up for mm-hmm. you. Kind you of. have to push yourself in order to go get it done. Right. Yeah. And so going behind the board for your first time, what was, have you ever, wait, so when I, when I go there at least, yeah. Abby's behind the board. <laughs> have you ever been behind the board, Brittany? Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> so what's it, what's life like behind the board? At first, I guess it's kind of scary because you don't really know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. There's like lots of buttons too. There are lots oh. of buttons. Like but here, they don't give me buttons. I can't mess things yeah. up. <laughs> like Flashbang doesn't, you know, say, hey, Patrick, here, control the knobs. But like once you learn how to use one audio board, it's pretty much all the same. They it just all, looks scary. Yeah, they all pretty much do the same thing. It looks scary, exactly. But once you know what you're doing and you mess it up a few times, then you learn and you're pretty much a pro, so. Yeah, so. I've gone before behind the board and have forgotten to turn off the mic a couple of times. And that's <laughs> not good to have a hot mic with <laughs> me. <laughs> so like a hot mic, like while commercials are going. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, I really hate this sponsor. Exactly. Why do we have them here? I would never say that. <laughs> I would never say that. But yeah, something like that. So, so, so. <laughs> Now I'm curious, what was like the worst mistake, hot mic event that has happened? When I was still in Lafayette. So I'm going to like let the cat out of the bag a little bit. If you hear us on the weekends, it's recorded because we don't. That's we're not no, up there no, live say, yeah. on the weekends. Are you, are you pulling the curtain back? This just really on the is. weekends. Just on the weekends, okay? And they don't like us to tell people this because it kind of like takes the magic out of it. Just, but just on the weekends. Just on the weekends. I'd like yeah. to know if I call in, you're going to be there. So, well, you can during the week. Sometimes we are. Like, sometimes we are. Look, sometimes on the weekends good. I am there. But um, anyway, so I was recording a Saturday show at Cumulus Lafayette on like a Friday or something like that. And you have to do something to the board to make sure that the next day records and Mm -hmm. everything. And you have to take the mic out of a program. So it's like technical and stuff. Anyways, I didn't have the board in the right program. So I was talking over the air. And my boss called me Ah. and was like, hey, Abby, are you recording your show for tomorrow? And I'm like, yeah, what's up? He was like, you're over the air. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll pack and guess my what? Bags now. <laughs> I never did that again. So Yeah, you learn once, right? <laughs> you live and learn. You live and learn. What about you, Brittany? All right. This is embarrassing. But because I haven't done it much, but they kind of threw me in during hurricane coverage, I guess you could say. They needed help and you know, we're in radio. We don't get to take off when there's a hurricane or bad weather. Like we have to be up there. That's you gotta come prime in, time. Right, exactly. Yeah. So my first time I ever went live, and I was so excited that I just go yay! And then I see the girl across the hall go, <laughs> and turns out, yeah, turns out she. Uh, I was live the entire time, and then another time I actually. I, I burped on air and I didn't. <laughs> the commercials had started and I had burped and 
I didn't turn off the mic. I know that's so embarrassing. That's so unladylike. <laughs> do not like. Do not judge me. There was but. one time we were on the air together, and like a song was about to end, and I cracked the mic, and we were about to do a break, and she goes, "Oh, perfect!" And I'm like, "What's perfect?" <laughs> I think What's Patty G had texted us. I think Betty G had texted. Oh, I, I did. Go, oh, I was like, yeah. I was like, hey, I'm gonna come in this time and this time. Something like that. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's, it sounds like with radio, one of the big things that can go wrong is your hot mic, right? Mm-hmm. And so then you get that element of, well, really, we're not supposed to be hot right now, but we are hot, and so that's kind of like over the air stuff. Yeah. Gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I, that's good thing with the podcast. We don't have that. Because you can mess up and say things that you are not allowed to say on air. Yeah. What are you not allowed there to say? There are on FCC air? rules that you cannot violate. You get super fined. Yeah. For things. So. Makes sense. Like yeah. cursing over the air. Yeah, I get that. I yeah. get that. Right. So the date, the daytime talk show that y'all have is from three to six. Seven. 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 Yes. Okay. So, I mean, what do you do for four <laughs> hours? Well, that <laughs> depends. Yeah. What day is it? Right. <laughs> so on like a typical Wednesday, mm-hmm. okay. what do y'all have going on behind the scenes? Because when we're, on, when we're in the cars, people are picking you up every now and again. They're not mm-hmm. picking you up for the full. I mean, if someone's driving for four hours, they might pick you up. Right. But right. you're picking you up in intervals. Mm-hmm. So what does the, the rest of the behind the scenes kind of look like? Well, we kind of just like hang out in the studio yeah. and we'll play the music like when we're sitting in the studio we have the volume usually all the way up or we'll just sit there and talk or we normally are on Facebook live. So yeah. Like people can see all the behind the scenes of it. And so I think that's right. something really cool that they can see us talk about what we're about to talk about before we go on air. And a lot of times that we're like, Oh wait, don't tell me this. We're going to leave this live for air and get our real reaction mm-hmm. for it. Gotcha. So what kind of made y'all want to do that shift to add in the Facebook Live? Because when you think about radio, everybody always says you've got a great face for radio, right? right. Meaning no one ever sees you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you throw in the Facebook Live, now you actually have a visual part mm-hmm. of the radio. Mm-hmm. So what has that kind of been like incorporating that? Because that most that's recent, right? That yes. was like since COVID or something like that? Yeah. yeah. They just really want um, our audience involved with I guess just like what we do. And I, I feel like it's cool for maybe for an outsider, because unless you're in the radio field, you don't know what goes on. You mm-hmm. don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Like you said, you only know what you hear. Yeah. And sometimes so, you, you catch it and you only hear music or sometimes mm-hmm. you catch it and you hear like promotional stuff mm-hmm. for a different segment or something like that. Yeah. You don't so, see all the behind the scenes. Right. So with the Facebook live element, you can kind of bring the audience in, to a different perspective. Because we can kind of bring them on the radio too, in a sense of saying like, oh, so-and-so asked this question, we're going to talk about this and get their answers and stuff from it also. Yeah, which is huge. We make them a part of the show. Mm -hmm. It's huge to kind of see that transition happen in music radio, I think is best defined as what 100.7 Tiger is. Like it's music, like talk on a 7.3 is talk radio, right? Mm -hmm. 100.7 Tiger, I would define as like music radio, right? So the majority of the time you're listening to music. But now you're adding in this, not necessarily a talk avenue, but more of a engaging side of the radio. Mm-hmm. Right. So what has that kind of been like beforehand? Y'all are promoting songs and y'all are talking about artists. And now you're actually talking about people on Facebook Live, you mm-hmm. know, like if somebody comments, we see it and we can interact with it. What has that transition been like? It was actually, I guess you could say, because we kind of started our show 
right before like COVID hit. And so it was, I feel like it was easier for us because we were forced to do it. Once COVID hit, we were home and then we were just us two and we had to do a lot of the Facebook live and interact more with the audience and bring them on. So like, I did, I feel like we were kind of blessed in that sense that it was easier for us to bring them in and interact with them because of quarantine. Yeah. I, um, I definitely like it better because I've been by myself before and mm-hmm. not had that Facebook live. Like when I used to do middays for tiger, I like that we can really just interact with people and bring people onto mm-hmm. the show. I feel like that makes us seem more real yeah. to the listener, which yeah. I think is great, which is probably another perk with the Facebook live thing. They're like, Oh, they're real people. Mm-hmm. They're not just the voice I hear in the car. They don't and- see us dressed up all the time. They'll see us in our sweats <laughs> and no makeup and our yeah. hair. Come, come in from your yeah. hot works workout. Yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, yes. Don't want to exactly. be here, which so. that was kind of the next, the next place to go, to go was radio is, I feel like it's such a kind of this pie in the sky disconnect between the people you hear in the car and then when you see them, mm-hmm. you know, because like when you see people for the first time that are in radio, you're like, I did not think you looked like that. <laughs> oh, my we gosh. About that. Brittany <laughs> went to a wedding a couple weeks ago and someone came up to her and was like, you're Brittany from Brittany and Abby. Well, and somebody went up to my like friend and said, yeah. oh, my God, Brittany's here. And like, yeah. And like, is are Brittany and Abby as hot as they are in person? Like, as they sound? And I was like, did you tell them yes? <laughs> like, isn't that Of course. Funny? Right? <laughs> so, It is yeah. cool to see, like, finally meet people in person that we will talk to on the phone when they call in or talk to on Facebook Live and chat. And, and I'm like, it's, it's really cool to put a face with just, like, their personality. Because yeah. you do. You get their personality through the Facebook Live. Yeah, you get the personality. You get to visualize, okay, that's what this person looks like. Right. Like for radio, for me, the biggest thing is like, what does this person look like? Exactly. Imagine in my head, what, how do they look? What do they, what do they actually appear? Mm-hmm. And then with Facebook Live, it gives that ability. We're as hot as we sound. <laughs> we totally are. For, on the record. <laughs> We're on the record. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so Abby, you do music outside of radio. Yes. You sing and you play guitar and all mm-hmm. that. How has that kind of played a role in radio for you? Um, it's super great because I've made all of these connections and I'm going to point out the two gentlemen that are sitting behind us right now, Kendall <laughs> Schaefer and Jeffrey Allen Imler. Um, two great people, great musicians that I've met through the radio station. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of, um, I guess everything just comes full circle because I'm involved with radio. I do the music thing on the side. So it's a lifestyle. It, it really It really is. And I meet so many great people and I'm also the music director for the station. So when I talk to record labels and artists and stuff, I can relate on that level, which I think is you can kind of see both sides of it. Mm -hmm. Right. You can see the production side, but also the musician side and how they would want stuff to transpire. Yes. I like that. Well, it's cool because like we're on the radio as these, I guess you could say country experts and how we love country but then like on the weekend stuff you're playing country music we're going to country shows like we're living the same life it's not a double lifestyle like it's you're living that one life mm-hmm. and they're seeing it all yeah which is which is great because the other side of radio is the promotional side mm-hmm. where you're going to concerts you're going to venues you're mm-hmm. talking with artists you're talking with record labels how is the how have those interactions kind of been for your career thus far with meeting record labels and talking to artists. I mean, for people listening, it's like, oh my gosh, you're talking to this artist. This is so cool. It, 
like it was definitely super surreal at first. Mm -hmm. The first celebrity I ever interviewed when I was starting in radio was Garth Brooks. So that was like, that's that's a good one. I was like, like, how do I go up from here? But, um, I used to be super nervous to like talk to country artists and meet them and stuff. And now it's just second nature to me because they're just people Yeah, and they're doing their job and I'm doing my job Mm -hmm. and we help each other out. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so now y'all are doing different bits with radio, right? Mm -hmm. So like, for example, like Thirsty Thursdays. Yes. And Froze Fridays. What kind of led... I know what Froze Friday was just a <laughs> random lunch, but what led to doing something different and unique in the radio space? Because, I mean, again, you're in a music space. You're not pe- – people listening aren't listening for a lot of, oh, I want to hear them talk for 30 minutes and then play right. some music in between. Right. What kind of made y'all want to – let's look into this avenue of different stuff. Well, we wanted to make people listen for different reasons. Yeah. Kind of. We have a bunch of different stuff that we have going. Like we have Women Crush Wednesday that we we talk about. We one of my favorites for is a Friday when Patty G comes in, y'all. <laughs> Absolutely. We and just we highlight know. local businesses and like we just we want to help people out and we want. I mean, people don't want to just hear nothing but country. Us talking about the country music. I mean, we're real people just like them, and so they want they want to know a little bit inside of our lives, and we want to give it to them. We want to hook people. Yeah. So. <laughs> hook people and right. keep them listening. Makes sense. Makes sense. So as you kind of hinted earlier, being women in a dominated space, what has that been like from inside the radio station? We're very fortunate. And I think I've always been kind of fortunate to have men and other women around me Mm -hmm. who want to see me me succeed. Mm -hmm. And I know for you too, because Gordy's so great. Chris Elliott's great. God, Flynn Foster's amazing. Mm -hmm. So it's, we're lucky to be where we are because I know in a lot of places and in a lot of fields, mm-hmm. women aren't necessarily taken seriously and in this industry as well, it's unfortunate. Um, so we're very, very lucky to be where we're at. And we have men who have been in this field for a long time kind of guiding us. Yeah. So I think that's something that's very unique. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very hard to find a two female like show out there and then it was funny too because like one time we went out to eat with a record rep and he was like i can't believe y'all play nothing but female country artists for a full hour like they don't do that anywhere else but i mean we can on the tiger because we're local we kind of do what we want mm-hmm. yeah you have that flexibility right that right. gives you the opportunity to highlight local artists like when you'll have woman crush wednesday for mm-hmm. an hour and you also have local what segment do y'all do with just local artists? So we have a pick three segment that we do every day at 530. It always has a theme and it's three songs that we're jamming to. And like I said, with a theme and um, on Fridays, that theme is always local artists because that is a way that we can kind of reach out to the community and help people like Kendall Schaefer and Jeffrey Ellen Emler. <laughs> <laughs> and we can bring them in for interviews and stuff and play their music. And that's just a way for People who listen to Tiger, yeah. they can expand their listening ears. Exactly. I was going to say palate, but you're not really yeah. like... But like Music cool. palate. <laughs> Music uh, palate. Yeah, it, works. it works. It works. <laughs> it but it's cool because they are local. They're from around here. So it could be like someone you're related to, your next door neighbor. It could be someone that you literally see every day at the mm-hmm. gas station and you're highlighting them. You're like, oh, I know that person. So you want to help out and encourage that person. Yeah. It's really so, cool. So on the, on the local note, what is something that 
people can do or radio stations can do to kind of help that thriving environment? You know, how do we get locals to be big name through our community? Oh, gosh. That's a good question, Patty G. That is a good question. Um, Obviously, just support local music. Like, you go, like, go out there. You can go buy their stuff on iTunes, Spotify, all the digital platforms. When they are out, thank goodness, uh, live music has kind of kicked off now. Go out there and support them. Like, go give like share their stuff on facebook that's a huge Ooh, thing yes huge 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 if you see they've posted on facebook share that's something free and easy that you can help out any local artist local business is sharing it on social media yeah and getting that that name out there getting mm-hmm. that song out there mm-hmm. so when people go listen to them they know the originals exactly right? yeah so how, how do you get a past that original versus cover phase that's up to the artist. Yeah, you got to write. Well, but like, but how do you get people to know the originals? Okay. Uh, well, I mean, we spin stuff yeah. on the air. And mm-hmm. I, I guess you just got to, are you talking about like from an artist standpoint? Like from an or? artist and a radio standpoint, what can radio stations do better to get the local originals out there more? Right. Because right now when you when you listen to the radio, it's all like the top hits. Right. Mm-hmm. It's right. all pe- the songs people know they well, love. Like they want to hear. How do you blend you in do that like- local mix of originals where when people hear like, oh, my gosh, this is actually really good. Yeah. And they want to know do. more about it. Right. So we actually have an indie category mm-hmm. in Tiger's Music Library right now. It's independent, local and regional artists. So we have some people who are in Nashville that have songs that we really, really like in that category. Those two are in that category. Um, there's a girl from Opelousas who's in that category. Um, it just, and it spins, um, that category spends every other hour and there's 10 songs in there. So they rotate throughout the day and throughout the week. And you just got to throw things at yeah. people sometimes. We also get a lot of local artists in studio to do interviews with them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and with Facebook Live. We've right. And that's kind of where too. I was going with it yeah. was what mm-hmm. can be done via Facebook Live or mm-hmm. a streaming platform where you bring the artists in and have them play in studio. Yes. You know, what can be done more on that front, right? Yeah. I mean, we're actually about to start um, pretty soon a YouTube channel to where we'll get more local artists on for our YouTube channel. So that will really help out also. Yeah, because I mean, I think that's, it's a combination of mm-hmm. all of that. You gotta, Playing stuff on the air, throwing things in, seeing what sticks, making things familiar, mm-hmm. and the visual Facebook, YouTube element of it as well. So, yeah, getting those, you know, those artists in there to come out and play. Yes. And sit down and people see the face, people listen to the songs and get the originals and not when they go see them, oh, can you play this song? Be like, no, play play this original, original. that you wrote yeah. right. that we all know. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. You know, because that's the goal, right, as an exactly. artist is to be able mm-hmm. to be up and playing a song and playing an original and have people singing along with you. Yes. Right? Yes. And that's kind of the, the goal that radio You're the artist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. And yeah. I think of it from all right, perspectives right. so right so moving into the the youtube studio mm-hmm. what kind of role is that going to play within the radio hmm. what Having can be another... talked about 
So with YouTube, all bets are kind of off. Yes. So we don't have the violations that we can normally have on radio. Right. We can kind of do whatever we want. And with Facebook Live, because like if we played a song that's copyrighted, they'll cut all the audio from the whole video. Yes. So basically, YouTube is um, an area we can expand on elements of the show. So we'll probably expand on Thirsty Thursday and have a visual Mm -hmm. element of that. We'll take interviews from local artists, bring them into the YouTube studio and they can perform. And national artists. And national artists as well. Um, Same thing with interviews. You could have um, the visual element on the YouTube channel and the audio element over the air. And right now we're just kind of trying to come up with different bits that we can do that people will be personal with and want to be yeah into it with us we all know that i'm on all of those dating apps <laughs> so we're gonna do a the bad dating apps on yes. that i have so many screenshots yes. on my phone we have a green screen in there we are going to expose some Please. people we will so we the, will the it's going to be con- the so dating app great. conversation it's yes. going to be so great. So, so so y'all on social media, right? So y'all's yes. Instagrams, y'all's TikToks. I love it. TikToks. Like yes. it's, <laughs> how have y'all seen social media play a role in radio now that y'all are kind of branching out into doing talk conversations about you getting on a new dating app, whatever they're called, <laughs> you know, and just going down that line. How have y'all seen that benefit the radio side of things? I guess it's just another way that you can connect. Again, it's all about like connection, connecting with people. So it's it's another way that we can expand our brand, I'll connect <laughs> with people, I'll expose gonna, some people. I don't know. Well, I was going to say it's another way to embarrass. Right. It's another way to embarrass ourselves and get it out there for the people. So especially TikTok, it's yeah, entertaining. Well, then yeah, who cares, right? Something that everybody's involved in and. They like we give our experiences. Oh my gosh, we did this one TikTok and it took us hours to do it. Go watch it and it's 10 seconds. Like everybody that's on TikTok has experienced that. So they're like, oh my gosh, and it's so relatable. Yeah. So y'all spent, wait, you spent hours on a TikTok? It was Look. rough. It was so what rough. What TikTok sometimes. was this? The one with our, our uh, we were in the YouTube studio with the Nike Air Force Ones. It was the oh drip my God, that took forever. It would took so long. That we're we're rookies, so we're getting to it. We're <laughs> we're learning. Okay, all right. We got we got to do some some TikTok upgrades. Okay? I know, I know. We're yeah. learning. We yeah. need like a TikTok editor. They're yes. hiring a YouTube editor for our YouTube studio. We need yes. one specifically for TikTok. So shout out to yeah. your YouTube editor. Well, and, and now the the TikTok editors and the TikToking can play roles within local artists. Mm-hmm using their songs for videos Mm -hmm. to then get that out there, right? Yes. So within the TikTok space, uh, I love how it gives you the chance to be personable, right? And you'd be like going through your dating app and reading your DMs or whatnot. Do you want to go through my camera roll? (laughs) Maybe not right now. It's so bad. Save that for the YouTube. Save that for later. Yeah, it's for the YouTube. But just that, again... What, what amazes me with what we have within technology is that ability for radio people who are not visual to become so visually adaptive, mm-hmm. right? And to be able to see everybody, right? It's mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. You know? And so what do y'all see as kind of the next step within the show? Oh, gosh. <coughs> I don't know. Maybe syndication? I feel like that's a long way away. That's our goal. So, What our- do you mean by syndication? nationally broadcasted Ooh, or so maybe like across the state i don't really know 
I mean, so like Walton and Johnson, Big D and Bubba, just some of like big names out there. Kid Credit, like they're all syndicated to where you can go to a different city, a different state and still hear them. And that's that's our main goal is to grow the show, especially of off the record with Abby Lee and Brittany Rose. So that's our that's our game plan to grow it as big as we can make it really and really brand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Thank You're going to be wearing an off-the-record T-shirt, Patty G. Okay, swag. Why, why isn't <laughs> swag. there more swag? We're working on swag. So quarantine kind of messed everything up with that, but we're working on it. We're going to have wine glasses and everything. We'll get there. Can we have frosé glasses? Exactly. Once we pick up our girls' night out stuff, we're going to have more swag. Wait, what's girls' night out stuff? Ooh, I'm glad you asked. So um, we started doing... So, well, actually, Carly McCord mm-hmm. started this when she was um, still at Tiger. So, um, girls night out is giant girls night out. Um, we picked it up right before quarantine. Um, we'll qualify girls on Facebook and they'll get to come out to, we had one at Rum House and we had another one at Red Stick Social. There's always a Nashville act. There might be appetizers and stuff, drinks, Mm -hmm. and it's just one giant meet and greet. Basically they get to listen to the, uh, Nashville artists play. They get to meet us and hang out and- they get prizes too. So we'll yes. have booths out there. So it's like, we've had Blue Sparrow, we've had aesthetic medicine and we've had different, um, just local businesses out there to where they can get their name out there also. And there'll be, you know, like a hundred, hundred girls out there, 150 girls. Oh, and wow. Yeah. So 150 girls in one room with a local, some country music and some food and drink. It's a good time. I it's, bet. Yeah. So, and y'all are starting to pick, pick that back up now. Hopefully midsummer we'll be able to do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my goal with the way things are going right now. I think that's reasonable. So, yeah, that's the goal with everything on. And I guess you could come too if you were. <laughs> yes. Big. All right. I was waiting for the invite. I don't want to extend <laughs> it too much and push it. Your wife can definitely come. Fine. We invited James Gilmore, and James Gilmore has came. So. Okay. Great. If okay. I can come, I'll bring I'll bring the wife. All right. she'll, she's my ticket, right? Right, yes. exactly. You can be her plus one. Perfect. She gets the free stuff, not you, though. <laughs> Fine. I so know. do you all have one planned? Is there an upcoming one? Or just not it's, till the summer? It's in the works. Um, okay. Definitely in the we'll works. We'll eventually start talking about it soon. Yeah. But midsummer, hopefully. That's midsummer. Cool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So yeah. what are y'all kind of doing within the community within the radio station as of now maybe not girls night out but what a community events do you all have going on within the space so we do have swamp pop music festival coming up okay and we also have our dreams come true radiothon yes that's starting on monday mm-hmm. you have a little bit more of a background with dreams come true than i do so yeah. can you kind of like so dreams come true is um well the dream come true of louisiana so it's just kids around louisiana um I think up until the age of 18 and it's kids that are diagnosed with um, deadly diseases and stuff like that. And they go, the dream come true and they grant them wishes. So whether their wish is to go to Disney world, Disneyland, go on a shopping trip to meet a, an artist to meet just someone famous dreams come true, grants their wishes. And it, it takes money to do all that. Um, and it's just really helpful for the kids and their family because that just gives them that sense of hope and, like, the smile on their faces. And, I mean, it just makes everybody feel good and better. And Dreams Come True, wow, I just – I can't say enough about Miss Freddie and Miss Becky at Dreams Come True because they do a phenomenal job with it. And so, of course, 
being on the radio, we want to use our microphone to get out there and get the money to help these kids out to grant their wishes because it's definitely not cheap because they don't just go to Disney World just themselves. They obviously have to bring their parents. They got to bring their siblings and they, they want the whole experience as a family. And it's the food, the drinks, the the, the tickets to amusement parks, it's the, the travel, it's everything. So Dreams Come True covers all of that. And it's phenomenal. And, I mean, we've been dealing with Dreams Come True as long as I've been at the radio station. So it's it's a great organization, and especially here in Louisiana, because all the money just stays right here in Louisiana and goes to all the kids right here. I love that. Yes, it's so cool. It's very we had an interview with a kid yeah. last week, and I cried. It is it, it's, it's, it's rough. Yeah. Yeah. It's very rough. That's different different circumstances yes. that we're not all accustomed exactly. to. Exactly. Right? We're all different. very fortunate. Right. Yeah. So kind of starting to wrap up towards the end of the show, we like to ask a set list of questions to everybody. Oh, loud. Here we go. Let's take another drink. <laughs> they both take a sip. <laughs> I mean, we can do a shot beforehand. No, mm. I'm kidding. So... Where are you going to know? <laughs> y'all, y'all have been in radio for, for quite some time now. Y'all have a great show here in Baton Rouge. Y'all have got 100.7 The Tiger, off the record. It's all going very well. So within that, y'all have probably learned a couple lessons along the way. Okay. So what are like three lessons y'all have gathered throughout y'all's time three in radio? Lessons. Whether it be just what, what are some lessons y'all have kind of learned along the way? Um, one for me, I guess, like a lesson is you're not going to make everyone happy. I know that's like, that's not so much a lesson, but that's a lesson for life. Exactly. You're not not going to make everyone happy. Just like whether it's a contest and things come up, just like we, we gave away concert tickets for a concert and they obviously had to cancel it with COVID. Well, people are wanting those tickets and we don't have them. Like you can't make everybody happy. And just like whether you're giving out a free prize, well, they don't like that prize or in people, they, they message us and they want to respond right away. If we don't like message them back right away, they're, they're not happy about it. You can't make everybody happy. Like we do the best we can. Like we want to make everybody happy, but we're human. Yeah. (laughs) I think I only have two. Oh, okay. We'll take two. Um, so anytime you're in the spotlight, just even a little bit, you have to remember that you are in the spotlight and you have to remember that people have their eyes on you. You have to watch what you say and you have to watch how you act. I thought you were going to say fake it till you make it. <laughs> I feel like that's what I, I do. Three things. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> fake it till you make it is number two. Um, number three, I, so I've only been in this business for what, like three, four yeah. years, four and a half, something like that. I'm thinking i'm counting okay, it's so like i thought you were looking at me for half, like something validation like that. I'm like, i have anyway, no idea I don't know. <laughs> um i've seen a lot of people get let go move on you know x y and z um there's a reason why this is called show business it's not called show friends so just i don't know just whatever happens it happens for a reason yeah. keep your head up and don't burn bridges don't burn bridges but also at the same time make sure you're watching your own back Deep. Yeah, so deep. <laughs> so, all right, we got three from her. Baby. Oh, I thought that was my three too. Is it your I three? Is we it were, your three? I thought we were like doing we this share together. Brain. Oh, yeah, share exactly. Brain. Okay. That's fine. not fair. Fine. fine. Fake it till you make it. Uh, you can't make everybody happy. And I mean, don't burn. Don't bridges. burn bridges. That's Watch it. what you say. Watch, Watch what, what you say, say because it's all recorded. You right? never know. People right. are always watching. And turn they, off those mics. You don't realize. And who's this around. is such a fun business. I'm speaking for myself. I've can probably speak oh, yeah, for Brittany absolutely. too. I hardly ever 
feel like I'm actually working. So being able to come to work and do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. I mean, we're working right now. That's it. You're working. But that's ultimately (laughs) that's that's the best kind of job, right? You want it. You want a job. You want a position that you're going to be doing that you love outside of the money that it brings in, right? Mm -hmm. You want something that you're going to wake up every morning and say, I love this. I can't wait to do more of it. Exactly. And then you're just going to be motivated and pushed to keep doing it every single day. Whereas we're hanging out as friends. Yeah, or you're hanging out as friends. You know, like if y'all showed up here and were like beforehand, you know, before all the cameras went live, I was like, oh my gosh, can we scoot the chairs further apart, please? (laughs) Get away from me. Like if that was the case, then it just wouldn't be authentic, you know, and it comes through on the voice and the radio. Right, right. So I'm glad to see that it is authentic and everything is real and able to show it to everybody else. So what what is something y'all did as a kid y'all wished you could still do today? Oh, Lord. Not pay bills. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I was going to say, eat everything I want and not worry about weight. <laughs> but pay bills, that's but a good not one. Not pay bills. Yeah. Not pay bills. I think everybody Not pay for anything, really. Yeah, those are good ones. I love that. So what do y'all love most about Baton Rouge? Mm. Football. <laughs> football. Yeah, honestly, I think football. So what about football makes you love Baton Rouge? tailgating there's just just a not necessarily like well yes tailgating yeah there's a culture around lsu football and i think it's so cool and maybe i'm biased i don't know but Mm -hmm. you don't find that elsewhere you go the drinks the competitiveness right if you go to texas a&m if you go to college station no offense, but y'all are annoying. So, like, that's just like, I, Gosh, I feel like LSU fans are, like, are real and yeah. just, I don't know. There's, there's just a culture yeah. around it, and there's not always a culture around feels a like college home, football yeah. town. Yeah, and it does feel like home. Yeah, I get that. It feels, it's got that homey vibe to it, right? Yes. Um. So, what is something I can do to help you? Oh. That's a good one, but I don't know this. I have no idea. You got us beers. I mean, that was a good start. You got us on your show. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I, you know what? The same thing that we can all do to help anyone else around local share, share anything on social media, um, share our your experiences with us. I mean, most of them I feel like have been pretty good. So like share the good ones. They've, they've been yes. great. Yeah. They've so. been great until they're not. That's all you can do with like local people and people that you want to help with this. It's free. It's easy. I mean, mm-hmm. share social media, share stories with people and get the word out there. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's the biggest thing for not just like artists, but any local business or local mm-hmm. entity or person that's trying to get it out there is the biggest thing that anyone can do is share, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the power of social media today has become just huge. Mm-hmm. And that's all everybody's on. I mean, everybody's on their phones. They're looking at social media, whatever platform they're consuming it on. But it's all about the shares for getting the local names out there. Mm-hmm. So I think that can be a part of what everybody does, you know, share so everything. Too. Yeah. So, well, thank y'all so much for coming in. <gasps> this is fun. It's been an hour already. Yeah. <gasps> Weird. That was fast. I know. I, I know. It flies by, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Were you used to sitting on the radio for four hours, though? So. I know, and scrolling through TikTok. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we could do a TikTok dance afterwards. <gasps> Promise. Can we? We can, sure. <laughs> Don't tempt We're me doing with it. a good time. I mean, if you got a dance in mind, we'll do a dance. I can't dance. We're in. Well, I can't dance either, okay? So you know what? <laughs> we'll see what we can make up. We'll do the, the ones where we're looking through Abby's dating apps and talk bad about the people. 
to we want to do that. We want to do that. We want to. We'll do that. So for those for those listening or watching, go find this video afterwards. Yeah, look look for TikTok afterwards. So Brittany and Abby, thank you all so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Patty. Thank you. I really appreciate y'all's time, and we finally made this happen. I know. We love you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see y'all for the next episode of Froze Friday. Froze Friday. <gasps> yes. You're going to miss out this week, Brittany. <clears throat> I know. It'll be all right. Oh, gosh. It always gone. Froze Friday on Off the Record with Patty G highlighting local things around Baton Rouge. While we drink. While we drink, Froze. Always. Always. <laughs> well, for those listening or watching, you have just witnessed the latest episode of the Patty G Show on whatever platform you're consuming. I want to thank you all so very much for tuning in, listening, watching, whatever it is you're going about this. And I also want to give a big shout out to our sponsors, Alvarez Construction, where they not only build communities for people to go and live, they build a place for you to live out your dreams, for you to raise your family and to oh. feel connected with your environment and just be all in one and all inclusive. And also thank you to Triton Stone, another woman led and family run business here and around the community. If you're looking for anything, whether it be renovations, building a new home or just sprucing up the space that you've already got, they are your go-to for all your stone and marble and tile needs. So be sure to check them out and also check out Off the Record with Brittany and Abby, 100.7 The Tiger. And check out the whole Guarantee family. They are truly amazing. And we've almost rounded out all the Guarantee people on the Patty G Show. Oh, we've got a few more we've got to get in here. Flynn Foster's Flynn's got to come on. He's he's wait. He wants to be the last. Oh, okay. He wants to be the very last. He would. To come he's on. such a saint. He, he is great. And everything y'all have going on over there is incredible. And I'm looking forward to seeing what the next chapter of the Guarantee Projects are. So for everyone listening and watching, I'm Patty G, the Patty G Show here with Brittany and Abby. Thank you all so very much and have a good week.